Welcome to Lenny's Place. The preliminaries are done. The regular season is over. It's playoff time. You know those triple crown prep seasons we've had where the three-year-olds just keep taking turns beating each other and the derby picture is as clear as mud? Well, this isn't one of those. Every top horse ran the table at their particular location. International Star won three Kentucky Derby preps at fairgrounds. Materiality came along late. It's clearly the best at Gulfstream. Dortmund dominated at Santa Anita. Carpe Diem has won a pair of grade ones at Keeneland. And American Pharaoh, well, I'm not sure it matters where he runs, but he was in a world of his own at Oaklawn Park. If you watched American Pharaoh's Arkansas Derby the other day and didn't get a chill up your spine, well, you would have been better off just watching the Masters. But if you're like me, you're a fan of horse racing because you want to see greatness, you want to see that poetry in motion, and this horse looks to have all of that within him. So let's hope all of the above, along with the improving Frosted, the very good firing line, have a great three weeks and get to the Derby healthy and happy because this, so far, is the best crop of three-year-olds we've seen in a really long time. While we are heavy at the top of this three-year-old class, it's also evident from these Derby preps, we're not exceedingly deep anymore. Blame the smaller crops, the ever-present injuries, but the field sizes for this final round of pre-derby stakes for three-year-olds, and we're talking mostly million-dollar purses here, averaged about a paltry seven. And each venue seemed to have one standout horse, but no more than that. I was out at Keeneland's Bluegrass Stakes, which had just two stakes winners in a field of eighth, and that was typical for these races. Keeneland did everything right this year to attract horses, Ran the bluegrass on dirt for the first time in eight years. Bumped the purse to a million bucks. Moved the race out four weeks before the derby. And still had trouble bringing in horses. Now each venue had the same problem. Keeneland has a unique situation because they run just three weeks. So unless the three-year-olds have run there the previous autumn, connections don't know how their horses will like the track. And let's face it, if you have a horse that ran well in an early race at fairgrounds, you're going to keep the horse at fairgrounds and run through the series there. Same for Gulfstream, Oaklawn, Santa Anita, longer meets, horses can run back. Now this year, Keeneland will be helped by hosting the Breeders' Cup. People are going to want to run in the Breeders' Futurity there as a prep for the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. So there will be horses that prove themselves at Keeneland and connections that will want to come back with those horses as three-year-olds. But that's just for this one year. So Keeneland's going to have a challenge attracting horses as we move forward. By the way, full marks to the track crew at Keeneland and the drainage system there. Lexington got about five inches of rain the day before the bluegrass, yet the racing surface was in terrific shape on bluegrass day. Finally, with the Kentucky Derby in mind, please note Churchill Down is banning drones this year. 
That's right, you will not be able to bring your drones into the track on either Oaks or Derby Day, so you'll just have to do your flying with mint juleps. We're here with Brett Jones of Airdrie Stud. Brett, along with his father, the former governor of Kentucky, Brereton Jones, doing a fantastic <laughs> job. Brett, welcome to Lenny's Place. Lenny, thank you, buddy. Happy to be here. We, we have some fillies to discuss. Not only last week did you win the Fantasy Stakes with Include Betty, not only did you win the Ashland Stakes with Lovely Maria, not only are they both being pointed to the Kentucky Oaks, not only are they both by Airdrie Stallions, but you will be going for your third Kentucky Oaks in the last eight years. What is going on with you guys in these three-year-old fillies? Well, a, a lot of a lot of good fortune, obviously, but uh, we're, we're it, it, it is surreal to be back in this situation again when it happens the first time. You don't think there's any chance it could ever happen the second time, and, and of course you don't even pretend to uh, have any inkling of a third third opportunity. But uh, uh, you know, we we try to raise a good horse, and 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 just as importantly, if not more importantly, uh, Larry Jones and his team, and and having them uh, with somebody that is. In, in our opinion, the best trainer in America. Certainly, we don't think there's anyone better. And no, uh, no relation, by the way. No, well, and, uh, by Kentucky standards, you're, you're never, you're never entirely sure. But as far as far as we've traced back, I think, I think, I, I, think, there's always I, I think they're separate branches of the Jones of the Jones family. But but uh, like all Joneses, he, he's uh, he, he's uh, uh, sensible and and uh, and, and take, takes everything one step at a time and and. It, just been a godsend for us. The, the, the Jones family, the whole team there at the, at the barn are just awesome. Well, to give us a little update on uh, lovely Maria, how she's doing. She looks so, so darn good winning the uh, Ashland. Also include Betty. How are they, they going to be coming up they're, to the race? They're, they're both great. As of yesterday morning, they're both great. Knock, knock on wood. But uh, uh, lovely Maria is just a filly that has, has just kept getting better for us. Yeah. You know, she... Uh, uh, there's there's been a little bit of you know she she had kind of humble beginnings she she got started uh, at Delaware Park and uh, but Larry to his credit was always very high on her and she's a filly that's just continued to improve as as the winter went on and now it's turned to spring and and uh, as far as what Larry tells us there are no distance limitations he doesn't believe there are any performance limitations and so we're all systems go and uh, and and very excited and and include Betty yeah. Um, was kind of the same thing. She she was uh, not a not a great big filly. Uh, we actually uh, bought out our partners on her, the Lavin family, bred her with us and, and raised her. Did a great job, obviously. Uh, got up to the sales. Uh, we liked the filly. We liked the pedigree, and she was a filly that that wasn't a great big filly. wasn't going to be the sexiest sales horse, but was well put together. And we really thought she could be a racehorse if she wanted to be. Uh, and so what's really cool about her is his dad is obviously uh, an owner, but also Tim Thornton, our general yeah. manager, who is the reason that, you know, we get to sit here and do these interviews and talk about these good horses because Timmy does such a good job uh, raising them and, and getting them ready. And uh, so they're partners and hopefully they've already had a lot of fun. Hopefully there's a lot more fun to come. Well, I, I don't have any fancy stats, but just watching Airdrie through the years, I think more than any other farm here, you guys are willing to race the progeny of your sires. You know, if they don't sell at the, at the sale, you go race them yourselves, you go buy them, you know, even though they may not be the sexiest weanlings or yearlings in the world, you go buy them and you race them. And you've had a fantastic amount of success doing that, you know, and, and, and 
uh, an attempt to make your sires. Well, thank you. That that was that was really you know to Dad's credit. Dad, when the market was was down, realized that uh, some of these horses weren't bringing the value that he thought they should be, and so he had the guts to say, "Well, I'm going to put them in training and and try to make my value that way." Yeah. And and again, you've got a team with the right trainers, and we have done that between uh, all the guys we use, not just Larry, but but yeah. but some of the other guys as well. And uh, and and it's worked. I mean, between Dad's judgment and and also having the having the nerve to to pay those training bills every month, and you know, thankfully we've we've really had a lot of success on the racetrack, and we've had a lot of fun. I mean, there's yeah. it, it's wonderful to, to to sell a big horse, and we all high five at the barn afterwards. Uh, but it, it, there's nothing like going to Keeneland and, and getting in that Ashton Winter Circle or being there at Churchill on one of the big days. So it's. Uh, it's been just a blast for us. So, well, someone walked up to your dad in the paddock at Keeneland yesterday and said, "Hey, Governor, how are you?" And he said, "I'm too blessed to be depressed." <laughs> I'm sure you've heard that one more than once. I've, I've, heard, I've heard it once or twice. But if, if you uh, if, if you ever see Dad when he's when he's in a bad mood, let me know because I, I I've never seen him. So that, then I'll start worrying. Well, I'm sure lovely Maria put him in a in a good mood, and she is by the out of the first crop of your sire, majestic perfection. Yeah. How significant is that to get a grade one winner out of a sire's first crop like it, it, that? It's a huge deal. I mean, that, that is such a big deal because uh, Majestic Perfection was a horse we loved. Coming off the racetrack, he was a brilliant racehorse. Uh, we really thought he was the best sprinter in the country uh, the year that he won the, the Vanderbilt. Um, unfortunately, got hurt before the Breeders' Cup and didn't get a chance to, to, to get the Eclipse Award. But the great thing about that is, is Majestic was, was so fast. He was such a speed horse, six furlongs. He could go 107 and change, won the Vanderbilt and 108 and change, very fast. And you don't know when they go to stud if they're just going to be these kind of speedball types mm -hmm. or, or whether they're going to be able to stretch out, which is what you've got to do if you're going to be a really good sire. And, and we're getting that answer now. You know, lovely Maria aced the mile on a 16th. Larry, again, has no questions about the mile on an 8th. He's getting. Uh, stakes horses on on uh, turf as well, and, and he's got one Wednesday in the in the Grade Three at Keeneland on the turf, uh, going two turns obviously. So it's it's very very exciting to to see what he's doing, and and obviously very cool as well because he's a son of Harlan's Holiday, a horse that was great to us, a horse that was great to pretty much anybody that had anything to do with him. Yeah. I mean, just a, just a great stallion and. To have his son in the barn is, 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 is very cool and very special. Does the phone ring a little bit after, after the horse wins a grade yeah, one? He's, he's, he's not, he's not going to be lonely this, this breeding season. That's Majestic Perfection. He's doing great. He's got a, uh, a full book. We might take a, a mare or two there, but uh, he, he, he's doing super. Oh, that's great to hear. Of course, your two Oaks winners, Proud Spell, believe you can, both by your stallion, Proud Citizen. So that's been a, an, an amazing. 08 and 12, you're actually not due till 16. You're bumping yeah, right. it up a year this time, but that's okay. We'll forgive you for that. No, that's, and again, those were, those were horses that Dad had the guts to, to, to go ahead and race and, and put in Larry's barn, and uh, both by our stallions and both you know, brought tremendous value to our stallions, to our broodmares. Uh, really, really worked out very well. And a half brother to one of them just wanted Keeneland the other yeah, day, three, also. Three yeah. quarter brother for uh, that, that Larry has for us. What's his name? Three year old, uh, and you can. And he, uh, he, he, quite honestly, surprised us a little bit. We we had hopes on him based on his pedigree, but he is uh, uh, one that's really kind of coming around right now and 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 doing some pretty 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 exciting things. That was a big big race. Came out great, and uh, hopefully we're going to have some fun with him too. Well, seeing you and your dad and your son 
James in the paddock running around last week. This is a family affair there, and it's, uh, it's no better sight than to see a family bonding over racing like your, like your family well, that, does. That just makes it all the more fun. It's, it's, very, uh, it's very special for us to, to have everybody in a winter circle like that. Now you schlepped me into the winter circle <laughs> photo after yeah. lovely Marie. I know it was because you want to look good in comparison to me, but when is that photo available and are, are we going to get to show it to the viewers? Well, of course you can. As, as, soon, as soon as I have it, you'll, you'll have it. Okay. And, and Keeneland probably has rules. I don't know if we can start selling, selling them privately out of the back of your car or something like that. They try to Photoshop me out of yeah, it. That's no, what's yeah. taking so long. But uh, no, we'll, we'll, we'll make sure that, uh, that all, your, all your viewers get, get, to see, get to see. And I hope you're smiling. And I haven't even seen it yet. So yes, I, I was. It was a man. happy event. Good man. All right. Brett Jones. Brereton Jones, Airdrie Stud, best of luck in the upcoming Kentucky Oaks with Include Betty, Lovely Marie. It's a great story. Thank you, Lenny. You're the best, man. Thank uh, you. Thanks, Brett. This is my good buddy, Brett Jones. Uh, we want to thank him for dropping by today. We want to thank our friends over at Hill and Dale Stallions. Especially want to thank you viewers for dropping in. Next show, live on tape from the Kentucky Derby, folks. We'll be there all Derby week. Check it out. We'll be coming to you live from Churchill Downs. See you at the next Lenny's Place. Bye-bye.